back with another episode to the YSM podcast and I'm with my man JT J Chef. What's going on? And we got another banger for y'all today. Um I think we should just start off going off our last episode. That was that was a fun episode. That was a great one. Um I think we should just start off with the Huskies, you know, um cuz we talked to, you know, Jack before his game. Um Unfortunately, I wasn't able to catch the game last weekend, but I know you said you were uh you Boy, were caught a ton. Right? Did he hurt somebody though? Not not this game. Man, that boy got some ups though. Like that's yeah. what I want to say. Like that, like you know, the term "white man can't jump." This one can. So <laughs> um, <laughs> this one can. He clearing cats, right? He clearing cats. But um, let me say, just let the people know how was the uh, the performance though. Was the uh, the offense dominant? What no, was it, was it like? A, it was a fun game because at, at, at first, Oregon's really Oregon State really started out running the ball tough. Yeah. Like, I think in the first quarter, their running back was a freshman, was averaging like nine yards a carry, mm. like just on the ground moving. Working. But UW like adjusted their mm. game plan the rest of the game. Defense really came out strong. Yeah. Offense was still doing their thing. Mm-hmm. It was a fun game. And that's, it, was a, it was funny because I think in like. Power went out, didn't it? Yeah, like second yeah. half, the power went out, I think. Mm-hmm. Just because of all the windstorms going on in Seattle. But it was a fun game, and UW pulled out a big win. That was huge for them. How do you think that affects the players, though? You know what I'm saying? Because it happened, what, it happened second half? I think so. Second half? So yeah. think about it. It's, you know, you late. rewarm up and everything. Think about that. You're a player, late October, early November. It's cold outside. It's a night game. Right. Middle of third quarter, you are, your blood flowing, you're sweating, and then you just got to stop for about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. In the, in the middle of a drive, and then you got to just collect your thoughts and get your body back warmed up. What do you think? You think that was a... An advantage or a disadvantage? For I think advantage for the Huskies though, especially being home field. Do you, but so, it can really kill momentum. Yeah, it can really kill momentum. Do you remember kind of what happened for Oregon State? Do you know? remember what the momentum was like at that point? Was it like a what was the, the game was pretty back back and forth? But okay, offensively, like Oregon State couldn't get anything going, so okay. I think it just kind of made that process even more null than it was. Yeah. But, okay. But hey, it was a good game. You done. Big one this weekend against Oregon. We hate them. Though. Oh my god, man! That's that, that's. I think every a lot of people are gonna be watching that game, and I think that's gonna be a big test for UW. You know, um, you know Oregon. They got that Oregon too. This is their like college football. They're trying to keep their their playoff hopes alive. Playoff hopes alive. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. You know, we have, we've seen a lot of top ten teams get beat. So, um, what are they coming in ranked at? What seven, six? Who? Oregon? Six. Six. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be, and it's in Oregon. Oh, my God. That crowd is going to be rocking. Yeah. I think it's what it's a pr- place to play. Is it a primetime game or is it a day game? I think it's primetime. It should be at least. Okay. If it's primetime, you know, the crowd's going to be rocking. The student section is going to be loud. It's going to be lit. I think it's going to be a big test. I think it's going to be a bigger test for, you know, UW. Um, I think that they got to stay locked in and, uh, you know, uh, for Oregon, you defense, know. Defense got to be huge. On both sides of the ball. I yeah. think it's offense and defense. I think you got to convert on third down. But it's going to be a fun game to watch. If you love fast-paced offense and fly like fly across the field defense, I think it's going to be a good it's game. It's going to be the game, yeah. You know, because, you know, Pac-12, they got that kind of that rep in football. Like, it's kind of not more smash map. It's more flashy and finesse. But when these two when these two teams meet, I think it's going to be a little bit of both. So, yeah, it's going to be a good one. And then you got it. The other boys, the Hawks, they pulled out another big win. Oh my god, against Arizona, we got we done with them for the season. The team is so fun to watch. Oh my goodness, every week they just surprise us. Like, 
I'm not even going to lie. Going into the season, I was just thinking about week one against, you know, Russell. I was thinking, I don't really care what we do. But now, like I said. We're talking about playoffs. Man. We're talking about playoffs. And, like, playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> I, they had us projected winning five games to go into the season. And now we have, what, six and three? Yeah, six and three, and we Five got and three or something. No, we you no know, we six yeah, six, and, six and three. Yeah, and we got you know Tampa Bay Bucks in Germany. This fun. yeah, this upcoming Sunday, that's gonna be a good wake, game. Wake up early, y'all. Six thirty. Yeah, six thirty. So <laughs> that's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be a big test for the fans too. But I'm gonna be up. I'm gonna set my alarm. I'm gonna be up cheering at six thirty. But one of those early games is gonna set. It's gonna set the tone for the rest of the day. Like you gonna have just frustration at nine a.m. and you got to go the rest of your day. So, it's going to be a big test, but I think we're going to pull it out. I mean, people are always saying that Tom Brady, you know, this season, he's not having the season that he wants to have, especially with his divorce going public. I'm not going to say the divorce is affecting his play, but I'm pretty sure that divorce has some on his, you know, it has a, a simple, some type of effect on his mental. Yeah, totally. Um, but it's still Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you really look at it, he just needs to get to the playoffs. And then, see, he just needs to get there. And I think that's what people are so caught up with him going two losses, three losses with Belichick, Belichick, but this dude's like, dude, I'll okay be in the six seed, seven seed. Like, think about it. Who does he have to see? What's his route? He see what? Maybe who? Who would he see? Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, Jalen Hurts, or Jimmy Garoppolo. That's yeah. his path to the Super Bowl. You, the Vikings. And the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, you know. Yeah. And really, do you think Tom Brady's sitting back sweating over that? Just saying. But like, <laughs> Don't count the goat out. Right? So, um, let's switch a little gears, though. You know, we talk about football. Um, I think we should switch to the other football, if you know what I mean. A little, you know, um, they call what handball, what American football, but this is that real football. Um, I'll let you take it away. We got a got a special guest for y'all. I'll let Jay take it from here. But yeah, I think you know, last week we had a really good episode with an, with a special guest and Jack Westover. But yes, sir. Like what was saying, let's let's switch gears to the other football sport. Mm-hmm. I want to welcome on Grayson Mercer, soccer player, and great. Family of mine, cousin, uh, plays soccer at Michigan State. Grayson, what's up? What's up, Jaden? How are you guys doing? Good. How about you? Thanks for joining us. What was that? I said thanks for joining us. Glad you could be on. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, so, so tell us, man. Tell us about what what really got you into soccer, like starting out, and then kind of get us into, you know, just the whole dynamic of college soccer and the Big Ten. Yeah, so... Um... I think who really got me into soccer was my dad. When I was about like four years old, my dad was deciding what sports to put me into because, you know, he played sports. He played basketball, baseball, and soccer growing up. So um, I don't, I didn't know what sport he wanted me to play, but the first one that he put me into was soccer. And I think that's just when I fell in love with it right from the get-go. When did you start uh, playing? My- when did you start playing soccer? I was about four years old, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot, a lot of my life. <laughs> no, for sure. So, so why Michigan State for you then? And how do how do you enjoy the the Big Ten? Ooh, that's that's a big question. Um. Well, my dad went here. Okay. That's that's one big thing, and my grandpa went here. So I guess I'm a little second year legacy. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, my, yeah, my my dad didn't play sports here though. He he really wishes he did. Uh, he loved the team environment and he loved the environment that the school had. He loved the impact that the school had on him as well. Um, I remember you tell me stories about him growing up uh, here and uh, it just really made me wish that I went here. 
Um, so fast forward a bunch of years and uh, I'm doing the same same things that he was, I guess. I even live a couple doors down from where he used to live. That's super cool. Kind of that family legacy is, is pretty is pretty special. Oh, yeah. So tell, um, tell us about I, tell us about the Big Ten. Yeah, man, the Big Ten. Like, this is a really tough conference for soccer. Um, but it's just the level of play is completely different than uh, a lot of the other ones. Um, I'd say it's the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and uh, the ACC that are the top three for college soccer. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just a completely different level than anything I've ever played in. Who would you say your toughest? The toughest, one of the tougher. Uh, teams in the Big Ten, Ooh, that's a good and one. personally that you've gone against outside of the Big Ten. Okay, yeah. Um, so I'd have to say Maryland is the toughest in the Big Ten. Um, their level of play is just—it's crazy. They, their team chemistry is amazing. They're—they're they're just a really solid team all around. I think they're number eight in the country right now. Okay. So that's pretty good. And then um, <laughs> the toughest team outside of the Big Ten had to be Washington. Go dogs, right? Uh, go, go dogs. <laughs> I know you guys like them, so uh, yeah, they they were crazy, man. It was it was wild. Their their entire team is about as tall as me. I'm I'm six two, and uh, I don't know. They were just they knew how to score. That's for sure. So, and one more sub question before we get into the next one: what yeah. what makes a soccer team like really elite? Yeah, like, I was going to ask that because soccer is really hard. I. And I know you've heard this from me, but I tried playing intramurals, and I thought it was going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Five minutes into it, I was like, "Dang, mm. y'all, you have to be, you have to have some stamina for the game." So, what <laughs> what makes a soccer team elite, though? Yeah, um, great question. So I'd have to say that it's like stamina is a huge one. You have to be able to run for a long time. Um, then team chemistry, like that's that's the outlier in sure. any any team. If you have a great team chemistry and like you have decent players, then you're you're most likely to win most games. Um, it's just like knowing what your player is going to do when he gets the ball, yeah. and knowing that your teammate has your back at any moment. Okay, well, Grace, I got a question for you. So you know, obviously, you know, with you playing in the Big Ten and playing soccer. Um, when people think of the Big Ten and Division One in Michigan State, they think of you know obviously uh, football. But like with you being Division One for Michigan State um, soccer, um, I could it, I'm, I guarantee you guys probably have some crazy games. Because at the end of the day, the competition is so high and the skill level is so high. So, what's probably your favorite college sports game, or just say memory or your moment um, while part of Michigan State? Is it even on the field? Is is it off the field? Is it just the environment? What's probably your favorite college sports mem- sports memory? Oh, <laughs> so I would have to say that my favorite college sports memory would be our game against Michigan this yeah. year, actually. So whenever we play Michigan, it's the Michigan Michigan State game, and that's that's our biggest rival. Oh yeah, I bet. yeah, that that game is unbelievable. Um, it's yeah, it's the biggest rivalry game in. And probably the Midwest, I'd have to say. <laughs> I would agree, <laughs> Maybe I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with um, that. But, uh, yeah, so I, I scored the opening goal um, for that game. Okay. We won that game 2-0. to zero. Go ahead, Just flex on him. Flex on him. Let him know. Let him know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got to flex a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when, when the game ended, all the fans stormed the field. And wow. It was just it was really, truly something I remember. For a soccer game, that's pretty special. Yeah, what's the what's – the, what's the, um, the atmosphere like on as a home game 
and the uh, being on the road for a soccer game? What, what's that atmosphere like? Yeah. yeah, so as a home game, you you have all like every, all your fans are screaming for you. They're for they're there for your support. We have the great student section called the Red Cedar Rowdies. And they come to every one of our games and they kind of get in the heads of the other teams, I guess. <laughs> they, they literally got all the names of the other players and they just be finding out stuff about them. So it's pretty wild. Okay. Um, but the same goes for away games as well. Like whenever we went, like when we went to Maryland this year, their entire uh, student section knew everything about every one of us. Damn, so they, that's... They're like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like they'll, they'll like say some wild stuff, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, going off of that, so what's probably like your your worst moment, or probably one that was kind of like you had to really lock in for. Like, what was a moment that you're like, man, this is real. Um, this is a real moment that you had to really lock in and, and get the job done. Um. Yeah. So, oh, geez, I, I guess that would have to be. I I got hurt last year. Um. And that, that was, that was really tough. So I had like kind of a knee injury. Um, and I, I was dealing with that for a while and you know how it is for an athlete, I guess when you got an injury, it kind of puts you out mentally. Yeah. Um, so I kind of fell into a bad mindset that I couldn't really shake for a while. It made me start playing badly. And after that, I didn't travel for some of the games and, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know if it's the same for you guys but that that like soccer and school kind of correlate with that for me once i play bad and like soccer then i kind of do badly in school so i did it was just about like switching up my mindset and uh i had to really dig in and uh and change that for you for you personally like and as you said you know being an athlete we all know and understand what happens when you get injured how that affects your mentality but for you personally, how did you overcome that? Like, what are some things that you did day to day, whether that was, you know, getting therapy, treatment, or was it you really had to focus in on hanging around the right people and friends to kind of motivate you through that? Like, what was your process? Yeah, that's that's exactly it, actually. I, I, I went to my family and I went to my friends for support. And uh, I kind of just like I had to stay consistent with whatever I did. So if I was doing rehab, I had to do that every day. You know, I, I couldn't fall out of that uh, that consistency or else um, uh, it would kind of like revert back to how it was. So I, I definitely relied on my family and friends to kind of pull me out of that. And then when it came down to individual uh, trainings, I, I, I just started training a lot more and I started going to the racquetball courts at our IM West, it was our intramural fields and stuff. So, yeah, I just uh, I, I had to dig in deep. Okay, so yeah, you were talking about just like your your recovery period and how do you had to lock in. So like, I'm assuming you you played uh soccer in high school, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. what so what's something probably that you wish that high school like prepared you for for college? And I can say that's probably a two part question. You could say just academically and then athletically or for athletics. Like, what's something you wish that high school prepared you for? Or just even life too. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I good, great question. Um, so I, I really wish that high school prepared me for like time management part of college. So like, sure, high school comes with its ups and downs when it comes to hours in the day, but I had a lot of free time outside of soccer and school. Um, now that I'm in college, I find myself spending a lot of weeks focusing on like only soccer and school. And when I say soccer, I, I like take everything into account, like uh, rehab. Or what we call it, we call it prehab. <laughs> but um, along with like recovery and outside of trainings, um, 
that, that's that's really tough time management especially with school as well like school isn't a walk in a park like it was for me in high school right uh, my classes are a lot harder and they come with a lot more work to do so I would definitely say that I wish I learned more about managing my time in high school and what's probably you know with you being in college now what's probably one of your biggest fear like after college that you're um, facing right now what's one thing that you uh, your biggest fear after college uh, probably going back to like last year's thing. My, my biggest fear is like definitely the fear of being injured, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and injuries, as you know, probably know are the biggest setback in every athlete's career. Yeah. Uh, and if I want to pursue soccer as a career after college, then I, I need to help stay healthy with my diet, my physical health and, and my mental health. So definitely you know, being injured. And I also I got a follow up question to that because I'm just curious, you know. So what's the yeah. what's the process like? So if you want to go professional outside after college, like what is that? What's the typical process for a, a D one a D one soccer player that's highly recruited and he want to make that to make that next step? Like, is there a professional? Is it club? Like, what's the what's the typical process? Yeah, what's the route? Yeah, what's the route? The most common route, you would say. Yeah, so um, the most common route would be after your senior season or before your senior season, getting an agent and um, having them kind of do the work for you, getting the groundwork going. Um, you got to like talk to coaches um, of MLS teams, USL championship teams, and just getting your name out there. Yeah. If you have a good if you have a good season, then uh, coaches you'll already be on the radar for a lot of MLS coaches. So, and there's also a uh, MLS Super Draft. Okay. Uh, that you can put your name into. The agent helps you with that. So, yeah, it, there's there's a lot of things that you can do. What what you also, also what also is like because we hear all the time in like on ESPN, Sports Center, or even just sports news, like when a baseball or football, even basketball player gets like this lucrative contract. Like, what does a soccer contract look like? Like, is it shorter term? Is it like ten, twelve years? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, so there's multiple. I mean, I, I haven't seen one yet. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there, there's definitely multiple. Uh, it's probably the sim- really similar to other sports. Like, there, there could be a year contract, um, and then there could be, like, a 10-year contract. Okay. It's just whatever whatever your agent kind of sets up for you. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What would you say, like, beyond soccer and your professional aspirations for soccer, what – what are like your own personal goals for the future as far as like just real world stuff? Real world stuff. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I really want to try and make soccer uh, a career. Yeah. And I want to go professional just like I guess every athlete's dream. For sure. Um, I, I want to pursue a professional career in soccer. So I think just keeping that drive and that motivation for me will be very important and just staying healthy. That's, that's, a, yeah, that's my goal for the future. If you could have it your way, where would you want, like, what team would you want to be a part of, professional team? Ooh, that, that's, that's kind of a wide question. Like, in, uh, <laughs> in America or, like, overseas? How about both? Both? Um, well, I mean, this, this may be shooting for the stars because it's really hard to get over there, but Premier League would be pretty cool. Um, I would have to say somewhere in like Germany or Italy. Okay. Those those uh yeah. And what about those leagues are pretty competitive, but it's uh 
it would be still amazing to go over there and see. And what about MLS team? MLS team? Well, maybe I'm a little biased because I'm from Utah, but uh, Real Salt Lake would be pretty cool. That would mm -hmm. be cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, I always enjoy soccer a lot, and even just watching the sport. And one thing that I really like am attracted to the sport is just the fact of like the culture and atmosphere. Oh yeah. Because there's so many different diversities um, or ethnicities, I should say. Yeah. That come together for this sport. And I, you don't really see that in, like football, baseball, mm -hmm. basketball. Um, we were just talking before this, you know, and we talked about this, Grayson, but the World Cup starting, what, next week? I think so. Yeah, it's on the 20th. Yeah. Wow. So who, who are you looking forward to watching in the World Cup this year? Oh, I mean, I, I, I got to root for my boys. Let's go USA. But, no, for uh, sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll see, man, because, uh, like, we're, we're not looking too hot, <laughs> I guess, but... We'll definitely see. We we got England, Wales, and uh, I forget who the fourth is in our in our. I think it might be Iran that's in our group. But hopefully we make it out, man. That's that's the dream. I'd really love to see this USA team go far. Oh yeah, you know it'll it'll be a very competitive uh, World Cup this year, I think. And mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to when it comes to Seattle. Oh, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. You'll have you'll <laughs> that's have to be wild. You'll have to you know if you're not if you're not playing career. Might be, he might be in the World Cup. Yeah, he might be in it. We might be watching but you. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, get, we gotta, we gotta get you down here for that one. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I'd love to come back on the podcast for that. Oh, absolutely, for sure, absolutely. Well, Grayson, we appreciate you coming on, man, and it's always great talking to you and just having conversations. So, thanks for hopping on. Yeah, of course, man. Thanks for having me. All right, man. We'll see you. All right, later, guys. Yeah. So. Boy, that was that was a good interview right there. I, oh, for I, sure. I think it's interesting that first of all, can we just say how diverse we we gave y'all football and football? You know what I'm saying <laughs> back to back. That's how more diverse y'all want. Next week we got water polo. I don't know what else y'all want. We got we got um we got cricket. We got cricket coming up. We got everything. <laughs> we diverse. So, but no man. All jokes aside, um, that was a great interview, man. I think that um, I love how he explained that you know. The atmosphere, one thing, you yeah. know, like I didn't understand. I never, you know, thought about a D1 soccer game atmosphere, and he's saying the players know things about you. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's that's like it's like football stuff. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And imagine you just running tired, and you got some kid yelling at you about your, your ex girlfriend. Ex. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, so that that'll really you know get it out, cause some uh, some problems on the field. I think it was kind of cool to hear him talk about. Like the process of soccer, like yeah, that was the next level. Yeah, I, I don't think super I, draft. What was a super I draft? Know. Like, what makes it super? I have to look into that. Like, you gonna get super paid, or is it like <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what a super draft? Like, yeah. I don't want to go to the normal draft. I want to go to the super draft. Well, I just feel like ESPN and all those they don't really outlets, they don't talk they about don't shine that much light. Yeah, no. so but uh, see, but, that's the goal of, of this podcast. We're trying to spread, you know, we're trying to shine light on the sports that don't really get covered much. And, mm -hmm. Kind of hear different perspectives because you know not everyone just likes football, basketball. Yeah. So, trying to give you all the the maximum spectrum of all the sports and different lifestyles and perspectives of how people live their day to day lives. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be fun going along, man. Like we like I said, we are gonna have a lot of guests on here, and y'all, as y'all can see, you know, y'all probably thought, you know, oh, it's Walton JT. They gonna give us football and maybe bad. We hit y'all with soccer. Y'all gonna be surprised what's next. You never know. You know what I'm saying? We may have shoot. I don't know, but we gonna have something special for you every week. 
Um, and we appreciate y'all listening every week um, and letting us know how much y'all really rock with it and just giving us even feedback if it's positive or even, you know, like, hey, I think you guys should switch it up to this. And we appreciate any type of, any type of, um, what's the right word? Help Petite. me out. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but it's, it's, it's one of those. Reinforcement. Yeah, you, we can say that. You know, I, we appreciate any type of that. So um, just stay locked in with us, man. This is only the beginning. And um, as you can see, we gonna, we we bang them out every week. So um, we appreciate y'all still rocking with us and uh, supporting us. I will also say, too, make sure to uh, tap in with our Instagram page, mm-hmm. Twitter as well. As you all know, the holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving and Christmas around the corner. Mm-hmm. That means presents and gifts. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and buy yourself a hoodie. It's cold out. Hey, give it to somebody. I know somebody want a hoodie now, so don't you know. And we ain't giving them for free now. Like <laughs> yeah. it's it's like it's. <laughs> if you want to support us, you know what I'm saying. Make the transaction. You know what I'm saying. Support us. So <laughs> give us your cash. Give us your cash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But you know it's all it's all funny games, man. It's it's all love. We support. Every single one of you guys that are, you know, that listen to every episode and let us know. So, um, like you said, man, it's getting cold out there. Man, speaking of getting cold, yeah, we got to talk about that real quick. We're switching up. You switching up. It's, 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 we talk about the weather. Forget sports. We talk about the, what's the uh, geography? No, the, um, what's the what's the word, man? Come on, Jay, help me out. What's the word? <laughs> I don't know what you with the With the weather, man. The weather, um, it's not geology. Geography? No, that's like maps, right? Yeah. I'm talking about the weather. This is just the weather, bro. It, but it's like an actual term. It's um, <laughs> it's like uh, y'all know what I, you know what I'm talking about. It's uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, man, this weather it dropped, bro. Like it was, and you know, in Seattle, Washington, it went from fifty some, like it's like high thirties, low forties, like it's a. But they I don't know, like they say in New York, it's brick, like it's brick outside, man. It's cold. Like it is cold. It's cold, man. And, and you know, for all my people out there, all my uh. Melanin soldiers, you know them, 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 uh, them, uh, bundle up, bundle up, you know. Make sure you get that Jergens, you know. It's gonna get cold out there, so stay moisturized, stay warm, and um, keep supporting. And uh, we gonna continue to give y'all fun and informational and just a good listen, man. Like that's at the end of the day, we just want you guys to tune in, have a good laugh. Oh, I didn't know that, or put y'all on game with certain stuff. That's all we're trying to do is just have a conversation with y'all. So. Um, Jay, you got anything to say before we? I nah, just appreciate y'all. It's this has been fun. We're just gonna keep the, just the beginning, keep the, man. Keep the season rolling. Yeah. So hey, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. Until next time, you know, stay blessed and keep rocking with us. We out.